Hello, future friends. And welcome to the Be My Friend podcast. here with my co-host and more importantly my friend Tyler. Hello everybody this week we are bringing a new webtoon to the podcast that we haven't ever talked about before but it is very popular and you might know it from the title of the podcast. (laughs) Curse Princess Club. Curse Princess Club by Lambcat. We are finally covering it because after it's been going for three seasons we're on the final season And we wanted to celebrate its return, like we have with a few other webtoons now. And Tiff just got all the way caught up with it. Yes. And she's loving it. I think we both introduced each other to a webtoon that has been around for so long. I read I Love You since it started and and had Tyler finally get on board with that. And then she finally got me on board with Cursed Princess Club. And it was such a battle because I knew it was so popular, but I thought... Just by the different, it was a very different style than I usually read. So I thought I wouldn't enjoy it as much as she does. And I was shocked. I couldn't put it down. I binge read it in like a couple days. So I couldn't stop. <laughs> I laughed out, out loud so many times with the king and with Lance and just everyone. It's just so funny. It is one of my favorite comedy webtoons and then the next one on my list that i'm gonna have to try to get you to read is love advice yes the great duke of hell i have to say the creator of cursed princess club does such an amazing job at balancing each of her characters because there are so many characters that i mean both of us have trouble remembering all of their names the reason we're even bringing that up is it's so impressive We wanted to do a bit of a character breakdown of everybody in Cursed Princess Club. We thought that'd be a good episode. We could kind of talk about our favorite parts, just celebrate the series so far, how it's come to be. And we were just looking through the list of people. They are all pretty important. They play a really good part in the story. And that's amazing. It's so amazing. She does, it's not choppy in any way. She does such a great job at balancing each person's backstory in Cursed Princess Club. And I feel like you really get to know each of them. And it's not overdone with any of them. I feel like it's all well balanced. I like each of the characters. I got mad at certain characters. And then she turned the story around for them. And then I ended up really liking them. Frederick being one of those people. (laughs) And Princess... I know, uh, Frederick. uh, I struggle with Aurelia. Aurelia. I'm going to struggle with that name. Her and Frederick, the creator, changed my mind on both of those characters. So. Right. In the beginning, Frederick was so unlikable. Yes. He seemed like such a confused. He just, he was a young, he's a young teenage boy. So reading a young teenage boy, you're like, wow, you're kind of a jerk because <laughs> they all are. And me just shaming all teenage boys. Some of you are fine. <laughs> It was hard to like him, especially when he just right off the bat went up and... Not to her face. He doesn't know she hurt him, but went and called Gwen ugly. Yes. And then 
it was just awful. It, it, it was hard to like him again, but and you're right. She turned it around. She did. It just... And I, it was for a while. Like, I was very uneasy with Frederick for a while because he's so over the top. And so, like, he just feels that everyone is attacking him and he's like it's kind of like a pity party for him but then you get his backstory and it's pretty sad and you're like oh okay that's why i think one of my favorite episodes with frederick is when he meets whitney in the forest and kind of just whitney teaches him to meditate and you know teaches him that he needs to you know solve some issues within himself and I i feel like i need to like screenshot the quote by Whitney and just like read that every day for myself and be like you know what Whitney <laughs> that's true I know <laughs> I need to discover Whitney. myself and heal what's inside <laughs> who knew that this prince this man from Prez's past would be the one who comes in and like shines this wisdom down onto our boy Frederick that he desperately needed, that we all desperately need. It was really impressive to watch him go from thinking, that was the other thing that Frederick seemed to do a lot and he's learning not to, which we could learn this as well. He's taking everything and thinking the worst of it. Yes. No matter what. Gwen said something, oh, she's trying to curse me. She gave him a gift on accident. (laughs) Oh, she did it on purpose. She's weird. Even just seeing her, he was reading the book by the cover, which is crazy because he's so into literature, you would think by now he would know better than to do that. But he's finally, he's finally getting there. It was just hard to watch him. It was hard hard. to watch him take all these things from Gwen when she's like the most (laughs) well-meaning sweet bean in the world and think that she's evil. And I'm like, no, Frederick, just pay attention. (laughs) I know, stop freaking out for once, you know. I know, it was really hard. When he's inside himself meditating and going through that inner voice that is telling him to feel all these negative ways... It's himself as a little child from when he was bullied and, you know, was told that, you know, loving the literature that he did love was stupid and lame and he was making everything bad and he was able to tell himself like, no, that's not true. Like, stop thinking that way and don't talk about Gwen that way. And that was like so powerful. And then for him to come out and he's like, I'm going to go tell Gwen. I'm going to go invite her to the gala and tell her my feelings and all these things. And Whitney's like, whoa, dude, like, this isn't a one-time, you know, healing thing. You need to take it down a notch. But that's how he is. Frederick's so full bore. He's like, all right, time to go. Yes. And it's exciting to see Frederick's journey. I think even in these newer episodes, it's so exciting to see him opening up more to Gwen. Isn't their little love story so refreshing? It is so refreshing. Sweet. It's just... It's like that young love, but there's not a, there's such a big story surrounding the whole Gwen and Frederick thing that it makes their little cute young love just, I filled with happiness every time I read the webtoon because it's just adorable. It's so cute. I, I do love too, in one of the most recent episodes, when he decided to keep that little vial of eyeballs, even though yes. like she so meaningfully got that little vial with the boat in it because he yes. loves loves those little toy boats. And, you know, he he says, actually, can I keep this one? The one with all the creepy eyeballs that he was so grossed out by for so Gwen's long. Gwen's just like, 
Okay. I know. And they said that's like a potion. I'm like, I hope it's a, a good potion. <laughs> I'm a little nervous that you have that around your neck, boy. No, no, no. It was an ingredient for a potion. Oh, an ingredient. Okay. They I needed was like, the eyeballs. Okay. For- yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, oh my God. What, what is that? I just saw potion and I'm like, what? I'm like, is that why he got the strength to be so truthful lately? <laughs> the eyeballs it was really sweet it's lovely to watch him turn around and recognize Gwen for who she is on the inside and on the outside because that's a really important part of this story arguably the most important is Gwen finding herself the ability to love herself to be happy with herself as she is because even to this day she's looking into the mirror and it's it's still cracked. You know, we get recently when they were at that um, art show, she decided to take everyone's advice and be selfish. And she's like, I don't want to go through this pain. I just want to skip to happily ever after. Well, just like any healing journey, you can't do that. You need to go through the pain first. And so she lied to Frederick and said it was fine and didn't admit that she heard him call her ugly. And that's what she's been battling with. It was so sad because her cracked mirrors were starting to get smaller and now both of her eyes are cracked in the latest episodes and we're kind of going backwards a little bit. But I was so happy that she realized that to herself. She did say to herself like that is why it did that. Well, right. It was nice to see her have a breakthrough and decide that she's going to do something for herself. But just like anything in the world, you have to face your demons before you can get on with your happy ever after. You just need to, and Gwen is no exception. But there's so much mystery surrounding it all, too. There is. Like, I mean, I'll just cut right to the chase. Do you think Gwen is cursed with something? I don't. No, I, I have mixed feelings. So this whole time I did. But then when I saw her mother's portrait, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm confused now because she does look just like her mother. However, I really want to know what that third thing is that she made the king promise to do. And I feel like it has to do with Gwen. And he has to find something. So I wonder if it's, like you said, to break a curse, maybe. To break this curse. Well, and I've seen some stuff floating around the the fandom of Webtoon. And one of the most interesting theories and things that people have come up with to me is that all three of them are cursed in a a way. Well, all four of them. Jamie is their brother. (laughs) I love that. But... In the sense that if you think about it, all of them have something something going on. And those three are just stunning. They are gorgeous, but they have weird things happen to them too. Like Jamie can taste feelings and words in food. Yes. Lorena is just making flowers grow. And then Maria has animals just in her hair in the morning. Right. And then of course Gwen has like her possum, which is amazing. I know. I and her love rat. a possum. <laughs> But that's an interesting theory. It's it's like a curse, but obviously the things are nice, but just because things are nice doesn't mean that they're not inconvenient and not normal as to what everybody else is. No one else wakes up with flowers all over their bed. I wonder if that thing the king is looking for is uh, the crystal that's going to be at this ball. And I wonder if it's going if they're going to give it to Gwen. I also feel like they're going to give the crystal though to that other princess that's like so old. <laughs> 
I mean, I know everyone has like a pretty rough one, but I do feel bad for Abby because she's so old and she's 15. And it was so sad, like with her fortune, it says that she'll never find love and uh, Perez switched it. And, you know, Perez's was that she would be reunited with someone from her past, which she was, which was Whitney. So, I mean, it's really sad to think that Abby's fortune would be true. So I wonder if she's going to be given the crystal to break her curse, you know, so she could find love. I don't know what he's looking for, but there's been so many revelations since Prez. And I don't, I can't name them all off, but the few princesses that went over to that dinner party, when they went into the King's storage, the pastel (laughs) King's storage, found the portrait, found Gwen's mom's diary, all this... Ever since then, I have had endless questions. I already had questions, but now they're just expanding. Well, right. <laughs> because I immediately when you see Gwen's mom, it's clear, okay, well, that's what Gwen looks like, but why? And then you know their dad still fell in love with her, even though he was like this gorgeous young man. <laughs> I know, just like JB. I was like so shocked. I don't know why I didn't think that was him. That was actually a total mind-blown moment for me. I was like, wow, the creator just got me on that because I really thought Same. it was a woman the whole time when Perez was talking about her. And Same. when I, was I, say I saw the portrait. Perez is like, oh, this woman, she was so fearless. It turns out it was, it was the pastel king. I was like, oh my God, that's so great. I would never have thought about that. I'm like, because that's Jamie. Everyone thinks Jamie's a girl. <laughs> so it makes so much sense. <laughs> I love seeing the king's flashbacks, too, of him, like, falling They're and amazing. the other king catching him. <laughs> their friendship is... Uh, there is some tension there, there that is. I question. That I question. I'm like, are you in love with him? I know. I just <laughs> want them to be together. <laughs> the plaid king. I'm like... Hmm. part of me thinks you two should just be together they're so cute their friendship's adorable so i'm like i don't want to read too much into it but also do i think you guys should just be together yes right i know i love too how he looked just like frederick when he was younger too i was like oh, yes baby they were so cute so when cute. they were young and their friendship is still so cute and also an interesting thing that happened as the seasons have gone on is that I really thought the pastel king, which I'm going to Jack, right, was shady pretty much all the way up until season three's finale arc. I thought he was doing something really weird. I thought this was all because of him. And he is. He is holding his daughters in their in their house, not letting them leave. He is. He has secrets, but ever since... We learned more about their mother, Lilith. Yes. Lilith. We kind of find out that no, he's honoring his late wife's wishes mm-hmm. that we still don't fully understand, and he's just doing his best. Yes, he seems like he just has the purest heart, which makes so much sense as to where Gwen got it from. Yes, it made me feel bad. I was like, oh man, I thought you were shady. <laughs> it's so cute how he just wants to protect all these relics. He has a heart of gold. Yes, he's like, no, that's stealing. We must return them. It's so interesting. The Plaid King calls him a hypocrite because he took his wife from whatever land she was from. That's what I'm assuming he's hinting at. Right? That's what I assume. 
So I'm or, assuming... Or they took something, Or maybe? something. They, they had to have done something. There is some secret as to how they were together that is, is a big deal to this story right. that we still don't know, but we have a lot of assumptions almost, and guesses. I guess that's why I struggle so much is Gwen curse because I'm like, maybe that's just what she and her people look like because they everyone always assumes right. she's a witch and like maybe her mom was a witch from like whatever land she was from she always like looks like this swamp person to me <laughs> i don't know so well, right. but um like she came from an island right so uh, you know it looks like it. It, it's interesting i wonder is if that's just like what her people looked like i think a lot of that ties with Lilith's, uh, where she came from and what happened. Why did she leave her homeland? But, like, if they all look like that, why, why was she just, why was her whole diary about how she hates Alpha? Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Maybe that's right. So maybe sh- mom was cursed. And the I'm curse. Like, mm, maybe mom was cursed. It passed on to, it, the three of them got their dad's genes and Gwenny got the curse. Lilith. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's just. That is I, I do love Lamcat posted about season three or season four and how, of course, we're all sad. It's the last season, but she said it's going to be a really long one because there's a lot to uncover still, which, yes. <laughs> I hope uh, we get to see more of that diary. I hope they return it, and I hope we get answers. I really think these girls need to sit down and have a long conversation with their dad. Uh, In the most recent Fast Pass, there was a scene that I won't, I'm not going to spoil it, so don't worry. There was a scene that kind of made me hopeful for that in the near future. So if anything, maybe that will encourage you to Fast Pass, because it gave me some hope. Um, The king and his daughters just desperately needing to discuss what has happened. Because they are living with so many secrets from each other and little things going on in the background that no one knows about. And they can't they can't keep going like this. No, I know. And I'm so nervous that the pastel king and the plaid king are gonna have a falling out. I'm like really nervous about them having like this huge fight and having this like I hope they can make up, but I feel like it's coming because I don't know, the Plaid King's getting very impatient and he's just, you know, over there having conversations with himself about Jack. So I'm concerned for their friendship and I love their friendship so much that I hope it stays. The entire plot point being that they've been best friends forever and now he has three sons on the plaid side, Pastel has three daughters, and now they're going to get married. It's so convenient. And right. it was actually, it was funny, because in the beginning, you saw the three, and obviously you didn't think Frederick and Gwen were going to work out, because he <laughs> immediately called her ugly. But you thought the other two were actually pretty good matches. At least I did. And obviously, as we've gone on, I, I'm now in a completely different place with those two. So I'm wondering if... As we go forward, if those three relationships will still pan out right. as they are intended to, I, I can see, for example, Lance and Lorena. Yes, Lance. Working out. 
Lance and Lorena are super cute. They are perfect. They are, first of all, Prince Lance is hilarious. Every time I read him, he, I laugh out loud. I think it's so funny when the Plaid King is whispering into the pastel king's ear during meditation basically telling him to stop sheltering you know his daughters and stuff and he's like i know that's you talking and he's like oh i guess that was bad of me to think you were dumb enough to believe that was yourself talking and then lance is like oh my god it's myself talking to me and he was basically listening to his dad right (laughs) hilarious he is so funny and dumb i just love it lance and lorena are genuinely so cute and perfect together they're both like just so rough around the edges and hilarious and i really enjoyed lance apologizing that you know he kind of hurt her feelings when he said he doesn't think she could take over the military and you know she just you know expressed that you know this is something that i'm gonna do and i'm gonna prove to you that i can and to myself and then she kisses him on the cheek and i was like oh my god you guys are the cutest and he blushes and i was like oh my goodness i love you and he's taking it upon himself now to encourage and be behind her on that journey and i could actually see that panning out because i think it's a really good it's a good start to a young relationship I don't really like that fencing girl, but I do think it's hilarious how Lorena wants to be her best friend. And, uh, you know, I think that she will make Lorena stronger as a person and everything. But I, (laughs) I hope that she can soften a little bit because she is so rough around the edges. I'm like, girl... You know, she's so intense to Lorena. <laughs> I I do see a friendship blossoming eventually yes. as she calms down because I love their dynamic. I think it's so funny. This girl is trying to fight you, Lorena, and steal you're like, your "Nah, man. we're gonna be friends." Yes. She wants to steal your man. Lorena's like, "I love you." It's because Lorena is a confident lady. She knows that she doesn't stand a chance. Right. Lance is all hers. It's it's hilarious, but I hope she does soften a little bit. I don't really feel bad for her. You know, she, we get a little bit of a flashback how like no one likes her, and I'm like, "Well, you're kind of like a bitch." So. <laughs> no one likes you because you kind of suck. <laughs> so, so. Sorry. <laughs> But I do see where you're going, though. I don't think that fencing girl stands a chance, but I do see your conflict with Blaine and Maria because of the guard. They have genuine moments. They're very sweet, but that guard who fell in love with Maria, and he really did, he fell in love with Maria because he had never even seen her. And then when he thought he saw her, he was actually seeing Gwen. And he still decided that he loves Maria, regardless of what she looks like. Right. Because of her singing and the way that she talks. He really does love her as who she is. So I think he'd be blown away if he actually saw Maria. (laughs) You know what would be such an interesting dynamic is... In the beginning of the story, we kind of get that Blaine and Lance were definitely going to end up with the two sisters and Frederick and Gwen weren't going to work out. Blaine is like the idolized brother, you know, uh, he's Mm -hmm. basically the best. What if towards the end of the story, it switches that Frederick and Lance end up with the two sisters, Gwen and Lorena, and Blaine is the one that doesn't end up with a princess and he just kind of works on himself because i think blaine 
you know, deals he, with he a lot He doesn't even know. So. Yeah, he doesn't seem to even know what he should be doing. Right. For himself. Because he's very worried with being the, the best prince, the oldest. He has all this responsibility. He knows he's going to have to take over. So he's kind of taking the proper steps to do that versus letting himself explore his interests or whatever. It's, it's a classic tale when it comes to royalty in these stories because when you're faced with having to take over an entire kingdom that doesn't really leave a whole lot of time for just you and all he has is knowing that he's good looking and he has a fan club and he's gonna be king it's like that's all he's got (laughs) i think he has to discover more of himself what he truly wants in life and what he truly enjoys so even when he was trying to learn more about princess maria it was very sweet what he was doing but it was only because the guard told him to do that so then he felt self-conscious that he needed to do it i don't think it came from a genuine place I think he just needs to discover more of what he truly wants right and I think we would all love to see that too I'm sure it will come in the last season as we get there with Blaine but it's been fun to read about him and especially with Blaine and Maria is when we started getting into the plaid queen and her hesitance to really accept these princesses as a serious thing that's happening because she just doesn't agree with her husband's choice to be marrying off their sons to right. these three girls they don't know. And I think it's hilarious that she is such a fan of Jamie. <laughs> I know, she freaking loves Jamie. I mean, who doesn't? You could tell that was, that had to have been an arranged marriage. Unlike Jack and Lilith, where they got together because Jack just fell head over heels for this woman. It seems that Leland and his wife, the Plaid Queen, her he- like her concern for her sons marrying these girls, I I can't help but feel like it comes from a personal right place where she was put into a relationship that she maybe wouldn't have chosen for herself. Right. And I think that, you know, we can all say that the Plaid King is a little rough around the edges and I think we see a little bit of a blame in him you know personality wise they're very similar i could see her not being happy the entire time she was married to him so she comes off very cold and it is sad the way she comes off to maria because maria (laughs) really is trying she is oh my god when she when she takes out that bracelet that she bought for her and it's attached to her dog's poop bag i was like oh my god (laughs) I never, you know, props to the creator of thinking of these twisted things that I would never think of doing. Like, I thought that was so golden. I'm like, wow. I know. It just shows you what she thinks of the whole situation. She is not afraid to just be like, yeah, I don't don't care. This is shit. And it is interesting, too. Now we can, like, also tie this to Whitney's past as well because Whitney got to observe the brothers a little bit arguing when dad finally gave Frederick a compliment and told Blaine to learn something from him, which I thought was so huge. I was like, oh, my God. And Whitney's like, wow, this reminds me of my brothers. And we all know how Whitney's past was very, very sad and did not 
end well. So When you first see Whitney come back into this story, it, it's a lot like everything, all these other characters where you start off thinking like, oh, this is, oh, this is not going to be good. And then he's immediately ch- just a completely different yeah. man. He's just changed and he's the most enlightened, <laughs> like awesome man in the story i freaking love whitney so much <laughs> he's so me i love too when he was just learning because he goes to that that monastery with like yes. all the male nurses he's like is there not one female nurse here <laughs> like and they're like no and he's like damn you do feel bad for him i don't know tyler and i have such a weird thing with like hot villains like it's just bad for us we always root for them i saw him even you know when he was leaning behind prez and she's reading that letter and he's like what you got there i was like oh he looks good what do you got there (laughs) i could tell you're gonna change and then he does silver fox you he's so cute she drew him she it's just not even fair how cute she drew him because i'm like but you know what it's okay we can like we him. can like He's him nice now. now see he changed but i am so curious what curtis said to him about you know what is his true motives for staying around i'm curious because it's bothering him so much i'm like whitney i hope you don't have any other motives i hope you are good i think he is my thought but... process is that well he stumbled upon this because he well he was looking for Brett. Right. He wanted to apologize right. to Prez. That's part of his self, his growth, his enlightenment is he's going back and he's righting his wrongs and at least apologizing. Even if somebody doesn't forgive him, he's just getting it all it's out of the way because he's a good guy. Part of his journey, part of his healing journey for himself. So he found her and now he's there and these people have welcomed him and this is new. He hasn't had this this is genuine. It's not the same as his family. Curtis had to have been just confronting him, wondering, what are you doing here? For real? Why are you still here? And part of me thinks he's probably just genuinely enjoying, enjoying his time. Yeah. He's probably liking being around Prez again and getting to know her on a different level that's not forced and where he's not being trying to be what he was prior in his kingdom. He's monochrome, right? I think it's the monochrome yes. kingdom. And I don't know. Of course, my my shipping heart, <laughs> you sent me that picture the other day because I completely forgot where he's like, I took a, ba- a vow of celibacy and I'm like, no. I know because we both. I forgot. We both still ship him with Prez. We do. We ship them together. Now, I don't know. I want them together. We because want they, them together. They've. <sighs> They've overcome such a huge thing. And it was so odd to me because when I was reading Perez's past and the male nurse that helped her to discover what she truly enjoys in life and everything, and he sent her that letter, I thought she like generally fell in love with him too until she's like, I don't want to marry anyone. And I was like, oh. So now like, of course, I just want her to be like, stop it, go like, with Whitney or a go with someone I don't know because Tyler and I just ship everyone so <laughs> it's a struggle do. and when you're when you present us with a comic that has so many characters and the ability to ship them why would we not I ship everybody I ship Jamie and Leopold so hard I just can't it's so funny their dynamic is incredible I, love him. I, I ship Gwen and Frederick now of course I ship Lance and Lorena Loki I ship Jack and Leland <laughs> 
right? I do. I sh- I'm over here like, Prez and Whitney, you gotta get together, okay? Or my heart will be sad. So I actually ship Sarah and uh, Prince Saffron together. <gasps> I ship them yes. hardcore together. I don't know why they have like nothing where they show signs of that. Whoop, I almost lost my tear. There's nothing that they show signs of that, uh, that they are affectionate towards one another. But I don't know why I think they're such, they're both such strong personalities in the story and they help keep everyone, you know, structured with Prez that I think they would be such a cute couple. <laughs> There's also the Curtis like and Prez dynamic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have allergies. That's why makeup's slowly coming off of my head. Welcome to our lives. We were joking before we started recording this because we're like, oh, how convenient. We're talking about Cursed Princess Club and we look cursed. Because <laughs> my hair is just like flying off into a different dimension and Tiff's over there crying her makeup off on, Basically. A, on account of allergies. <laughs> So Sorry, this is... the only cursed people here are us and, and everyone else is beautiful and amazing. <laughs> Basically, we both could be cursed princesses, you know, Tyler with her, her hair that just keeps growing and my eyes just slowly melt off my face. So, I mean, we would fit <laughs> right <like>, in. <laughs> literally, we would be fine. I would walk in there and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you guys are cursed. Come on in. <laughs> But <laughs> you were saying another couple that would definitely be a oh. good match would be. So, and I don't know, maybe it's just, I always have this issue where I just see two people in the same room and then I'm like, is this a ship? <laughs> I just start building it. Um, Curtis really cares for Prez. Yes. And I know that that probably comes from more of a, it's out of his duty as her assistant, as her servant, as her butler, whatever the hell he is. And it's also out of probably like a familial feeling where he has just come to love her as somebody he takes care of maybe they're just really good friends i don't know but i see that especially with him like confronting whitney and being like why are you really here and then i'm like oh are you jealous (laughs) and i mean curtis curtis is pretty fun everybody i love how at the dinner party all of the pastels help is like falling head over heels for Curtis. i know the teacher's like is he single (laughs) It's amazing. I'm like, hey, he is pretty good. He's he's pretty good looking boy. He there. is. And the only thing like I would say I, I do want Perez with Whitney. I did think that too. I thought for the longest time that her and Curtis would be so cute together. However, when Curtis brought her to that house, you did see a huge age difference between the two that he is like he was like a full adult and she was still right. like young little teenager. So it's more of so the way when you say it that way, I I do dip it back to like yes, more of a familial. He's viewing her as a daughter of sorts. But he's just you know it, it, he like never ages. He's like Johnny Depp. He's like it is impressive. He looks exactly the same from the beginning of the story. And like Curtis, you got good genes, boy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. No, I I'm a hardcore Prez and Whitney Shipper though. It is. I just when you sent me that screenshot the other night, I completely forgot about that. I'm like, you better break that vow, buddy. <laughs> break that vow. What kind of nurse club monk place did you go to? <laughs> what are these A vow of celibacy. I'm like, but you are part tiger. Right? <sighs> go get that girl. Go get that spider. <laughs> oh my god. God, speaking of her being a spider, 
We gotta talk about the curses because they're so funny. They are hilarious. I mean, it is one thing that she becomes a spider, a were spider, when she has her period. Like, <laughs> which was wasn't that a twist? I what? was not <laughs> expecting that at all. When that came through, I was dying as women ourselves just watching her like i need chocolate and then she like turns into a spider i'm like man i feel it i get it i love too when she's pmsing and stabs that gingerbread and she's like i had a fiance once i ate him and she and everyone's like way to go like stabby over there and she's like i was pmsing okay Maybe we all turn into killer spiders during I'm like, periods. am I also a spider during that time of the month? I'm like, hmm. I feel like everyone can relate to this in some way, shape, or form. Right? Prince Saffron's like, why do we have to talk about this? We're like, you are the only male in an all-girl club. Listen, you signed up. That's why, he, that's why he's clinging to Whitney so hard. He's like, no, Whitney, got, he has to stay. Yeah. So great. So great. No, her curse is amazing. And it's just, all of them are. They're so interesting. Again, applause to freaking Lamcat, the creator of this webtoon. She is so goddamn creative. I can't even begin to dream up half of these curses that she's given these people and why. Right? It's always the funniest story. I think my favorite one has to be... I think it's got to be the frogs. The frogs. I don't know why. I just think that's so funny. She has it sewn and she just unzips it and all those. Princess Renee. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, that poor girl. It's all because her and her sister were gossiping about this witch. So the witch just like cursed them forever. And I'm like, what world are these people living in? There's just a witch, which is running around cursing people. I know. Like that, that was amazing. You know, and I love that episode too, that it's her that Whitney saves at that, at her little pond. Cause she likes to go feed the swans yeah. out like to kill her frogs. I was like, what? I didn't know if swans ate frogs, but okay. But it's so cute right. because he saves all of them. You know, it's her on his back and then the swans and then the frogs. <laughs> I love that Whitney was the one to save her and, you know, no one actually did pass away based on. I think the worst curse is Nell's. I feel like that is the word besides prez i mean prez is pretty rough too because she could kill someone when she turns into a big crazy spider but i feel like princess nell because she only sees bad things that are going to happen to people like and she's in so much pain when she sees them like i feel so bad for her like what a terrible curse and then her family was just using her so she was just used her whole life she didn't even run into a witch and get that curse like she just was born with that awful thing it is really sad because that's the only thing she sees she doesn't see happy premonitions yes and then and when she finally has what everyone is in a state of panic because of it so it's never like a yeah i think i agree with you i think that's got to be the worst that one. has to be the worst one <laughs> i'm like no wonder she hisses at everyone it has red glowing eyes that poor girl is like a depressed walking human being right there well <laughs> she's right. the that definition so of depression <laughs> 
<laughs> I would I would rather have almost any of those other ones, I think. Yes. Actually, I would. If I had to choose, I wouldn't want the one where I was just seeing disasters all the time. Like I would I would gladly turn into a crow when I am scared. <laughs> right? I know. And I I mean, I don't really want to barf up frogs all the time, but if that's what's got to happen. I think my favorite cursed princess is Princess Jolie. I love that she could like change her eyes and then she just has like endless items inside of her body <laughs> like right where, that's amazing how did those objects get in her body like i'm so confused does her body just make those objects inside her i love her too that's a good that's a good point i'm like where do all those objects come from and then when uh prince saffron like sticks his hand in there he's like it was so disturbing what i was feeling inside of you and i'm like what is inside her eyes seriously this is but that's so so i don't know i think it's just hilarious because i love how she could change her eyes i'm like i need that when my makeup is like melting off my face we need that when our our dark circles are just yes but she is so scary looking when she takes it off when she takes her eyes off and i was like what a twist i thought she was so creative i i really liked her i love her she reminds me of an animal crossing villager named coco (laughs) she doesn't have eyes and she's my favorite like one of my favorite villagers when i finally got her on my island i was so excited and i show her to people like i showed her to my husband and he's like what the f is that that thing is horrifying i'm like she's a bunny be nice to her i like made it so that when i go to say hi to her on my island the first thing she says back to me is where are my eyes (laughs) oh yeah that's like basically princess jolie like so i love jolie i'm like that's amazing she's hilarious princess abby she's hilarious with her her personality and being so old you know it all fits like I forget that she's like a little teenager sometimes because I feel like she really does talk like an old lady sometimes she took it like a champ and she's very good at playing the old lady role even though she's 15 I did wasn't it wasn't she gonna go to a bar or something yeah she got booze out of a liquor store yes she got booze because they think she's like 80 so they don't care I love too when they're like running through the palace and she's like, I need to look for the furthest bathroom to poop, you know, being an old lady <laughs> sucks, you know, to poop in peace. I'm like, what? Only like someone like her would think of that. That's hilarious. Exactly. It's perfect. You know, all she wants to do is go to that dance with her, that boy she has a crush on. It's so sad. I'm constantly wondering if I am rooting for all of them to be cured from their curses, or if I think a good ending would be that they accept who they are with their curses, because that's where they're at right now, Right, is that they are a part of this club, they're all working together to love themselves and be okay with their cursed selves, but then a small part of me, at least for a few of them, I really hope for them to be cured somehow. But then I'm like, would that is that what, wanting too much for this story to hope they'd all be cured? Right. As you dive deeper into the story and, you know, Perez talks this big talk about how to love yourself and your curse and everything. And to see her break down during that one big finale was so amazing. I think for all the princesses to see that, you know, she actually truly wasn't okay 
with what happened to her and she wasn't fully healed. So it's so interesting to see that all these people, even Perez, is still going on their journey of healing themselves of what happened to them based on their past trauma. And I think that's why I like the story so much. I guess when I would see it, it was so bright. It was so bright and colorful and cutesy. I was like, I don't know, Tyler, but it has such deeper messages with each of the characters and so much. I feel like I'm opening a self-help book. These journeys, I could relate to a few of them. (laughs) I definitely felt that when she had her breakdown, it was long it was a long time coming and it was very warranted because she had been holding in trying to be strong for everybody mm-hmm. and try to teach she's been trying to teach these girls and boys saffron it's everyone that you need to love yourself and you need to be okay with it but obviously that was a big part for the overall plot because that's what gwen is still battling now is that it, you have to get through the worst part so that you can actually move forward. So Prez needed to too. She also needed to look within, realize that she wasn't okay, face that so that she could heal better. And that's what she needed to do to even forgive Whitney. To I'm hoping that she can have a good talk with Gwen at some point so that Gwen can also face this because she's she's clearly still not okay. Right. I, I guess going back to that It is really interesting because if you see, Perez did try to skip to Happily Ever After for herself. She was just skipping to what she wanted to do to be happy and didn't go through the pain. And it it was so sad to see that, you know, Curtis realized that as they were going on this journey. And, you know, he even said, like, she she needed to do this. It was a long time coming. I wish she would have did it sooner. And she wasn't just mad at Whitney. Like, she was mad at herself. And I feel like that's what Gwen is going through, like you said. And Gwen's kind of just falling right in her footsteps, trying to skip to Happily Ever After. But it's so exciting to see, like, Gwen realized it right away. I'm glad she did, and it wasn't this long, like, drawn-out thing. That's another great thing with Cursed Princess Club. It all makes sense. They're all timed very nicely, and I think the creator does a great job at that. Even this this mystery with, like, their mother right. and the the out, countless other things. It's it's done in a way that you are still reading every time. You don't feel like you are being robbed when you don't know about it right away because right. you're getting answers and you're right. It could have very easily been that Gwen didn't even realize that for episodes and episodes. And that was the kind of thing where it was it was the perfect move to just let her figure it out right away. Right. And it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was rushed either. Cause, no. And I will say that 100%. When I feel like something's rushed in a webtoon, I will say. <laughs> I was glad that she realized she did an oopsie and she needs to figure that out. So, um, because and I feel for her because of course she doesn't want to face yes, it. Yes, and but... I understand that. I guess I was so happy that it happened right away that she realized, like, oops, I shouldn't have done that. That's why my eyes are still are cracked now. Because we've gone through so much with Gwen that I feel like if if we went backwards and, like, continued. Like, if she would have just skipped over it and thought it was fine. Yeah. That would have been so sad And to it see. would have been like, oh, like, we got so far and we just took, like, 20 steps backwards. <laughs> So I'm glad we didn't. So for do that. her to go in and be like, "Nope, I'm going for it. I'm going for my happily ever after." You're rooting for her. You want her to yes. have it too. 
but she needs to love herself she does she's so lovable right right and i i think she took that selfishness in the wrong aspect so she needs to like kind of figure that out a little bit more and she needs the help of others too it's so cute it's such a good story about about growth and how like you can't just do it on your own you do need others to help you exactly and i think she's expecting that frederick returning feelings is going to solve this but this is in her frederick telling her that she's beautiful doesn't make her think she's beautiful i I mean it's it's great that frederick thinks she's beautiful (laughs) she needs to find that in herself and she really needs to tell him what she heard yes so that they could have a talk about it because i think that that's got to be one of the biggest things is she needs to tell him that she heard him call her ugly <laughs> and they just need to have that conversation and that she needs to learn to love herself and it's going to be a long process it's a journey but it's going to be so crazy to see what goes down in this last season well especially the very end of where we've picked back up was jamie passing out again because when he <laughs> tasted that cookie that was made by so many people somebody said that they needed to crush the princesses so now he's like going full king jack mode and he's like no they can't go i know i have to protect them (laughs) so now it's like there's another thing i'm like who's trying to crush them they're just they're just three young ladies living their lives right i'm like was that just the uh fencing girl just being angry it was just the fencing lady exactly (laughs) i'm like maybe it was just her she was just like screw you and she like threw some sugar in there yes i I mean, she's really just saying that out loud over in there. Honestly, it's, it's like obvious. Yeah. She's like, no, I hate you. And she's like, you love me? We're best friends. She's like, besties. And this girl's like, no. She's like, I sat by your man in a carriage. And it was a little crowded, though. I had to sit by the queen. And Maria's like, oh, my God, what was that like? These girls are so naive and sheltered sheltered. that they just don't understand anything. But that that adds to their charm. It does. It does. It's, you know, and if anything, I I hope Maria does get to sing her concert for her people. I feel like that was so sad um, when her dad said she couldn't. I feel like that would be so meaningful for her kingdom and for her. I am dying to know what is so pressing that he needs to keep them locked away. I'm dying to know what Lilith's final wishes meant right? in full. I'm just, oh my god, I'm so ready for this season. I know. Could you imagine if Prince Blaine plays the piano for Maria at her concert? Aww. That would be cute. See, they do have, they do have some stuff, I guess. They have some stuff. Who knows? Maybe they will wind up in the end together but i'm i'm here for that ride that one's gonna be fun to read along with i like the guard but i need him to like calm a little bit he has like some he's social he's very obsessive yeah he's very socially awkward too so (laughs) i'm like oh my god but oh crap that's fast pass that's fast pass yes there's some stuff that happens at fast pass that's so good coming up with them i can't wait it is it's amazing it's very introspective on maria's part and oh my god guys please go out support the heck out of this comic we're so happy to have it back i know i say this a lot but (laughs) this webtoon definitely has deeper messages that have to do with self help and self-healing and the journeys that you can take and i feel like you can learn a lot from it it's not just a cute romantic webtoon it 
it's so much more than that. It's such a perfectly refreshing read because it has everything in it. You get the cute love stories, you get the life, real life situations and deeper meanings and things that you can apply to yourself. Uh, like, like Laverne. I wish I was Laverne. I wish I had Laverne's life in the most beautiful llama in the palace. But <laughs> no, but seriously, there's so much you can take away from this story. Yes. And it's just a delight. I I recommend it to everybody. It was actually a friend of mine who recommended it to me. Thankful to her to this day, because when I first looked at it, I kind of had the same thing. I looked at it. I saw the cute artwork. It looked like it was a... I didn't even know what I thought about it. I just remember seeing it and thinking like, oh, I don't know if I would like that or not. And right. it just took me starting it and then realizing, oh my God, no, this is amazing. And now, I, now I'm now i obsessed. Right? It's one of my favorites. It's cute. It's hilarious. You will laugh out loud at a bunch of parts in it and you know you just like Tyler said you can connect to each of the characters I think that's the best part about it is when you can take a storybook tale and take their curses and what they're going through and tie it to yourself in real life I think when a creator or writer can do that it's it's so amazing you don't have to go to Barnes exactly. and Noble and get a self-help book just read Curse Princess Club <laughs> exactly exactly what are we what are we doing with our crystals stuff this is pointless we have we have Curse Princess Club forget I don't even know that what we're Whitney hello I will meditate with you always <laughs> Freaking enlightenment over here to the extreme. <laughs> Go support the heck out of this comic. Uh, I'm sure if you've listened to it this far, hopefully you're already reading it, but you know where to find it. And all our love goes out to Lambcat for coming back. Yes. She came back quick. We talked about this on our last episode. It was such a fast turnaround. She seems to be so productive and good at what she does. So and her we are here to are, support it. Her episodes are beefy as heck. Oh, they are. They are. So, and her art style seems like it takes a while because it's very well done. I know. It, it's... So I'm like, girl, are you superhuman? I know. Are you a cursed princess with super writing Exactly. Powers? Cursed to draw webtoons faster than anybody. It's actually a really good curse. <laughs> No kidding. It's the opposite of a curse. That, that would I would take that. That would be amazing. It's such a good story, so creative and so well done. Go check out her merch on the webtoon shop. Yeah, you can actually get Curse Princess Club merch. I have a shirt. I couldn't find it, but I have it. And I will wear it someday when I find it again. Yes. If you made it this far, comment down below. Llama. Llama. <laughs> Oh my god, I love how you thought llama as I was thinking llama. That's amazing. Yes. That's because we're best. And then I just I just had a llama. Actually, this is an alpaca. Ignore me. Tyler loves llama. Comment llama. Comment llama down below. Like it up, subscribe, whatever platform you are on, and we will be back next week to talk more about something. Over and out. We'll be back next week to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was great. I'm not gonna. Something. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>